COVID-19 vaccines are in high demand, but supplies are limited. On this episode, find out how individuals are being prioritized based on jobs, risk factors, and more. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. Johnson County is following the state's COVID-19 vaccination plan, starting with healthcare workers, including EMS staff and long-term care facilities are also receiving vaccines. Here to tell us the latest on the vaccine rollout is Johnson County Department of Health and Environment Director, Dr. Sami Ariola. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me, Teresa. All right. Well, first off, I uh, just wanted to quickly follow up with you about your vaccination. Are you still feeling good? And, and when do you get your booster? Uh, I got uh, my first dose uh, uh, two weeks ago today. Uh, I feel fantastic. Um, when I got it, there was um, I had a little bit of soreness on the point of injection and uh, a little bit, very mild fever for a couple of days. Obviously, uh, your body recognizing the the foreign material and producing antibodies in response to that. That's precisely what we want. I feel fantastic. I should be getting my second dose uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, feeling uh, protected and uh, being really excited that uh, we're getting to uh, vaccinate um, uh, some of our residents. And what have you seen as far as response from the people who are getting vaccinated? Is it a similar experience where people are feeling excited or relieved? The response has has been fantastic. I've spoken with so many people, uh, people that have gotten the Pfizer vaccine, people that have gotten the Moderna vaccine, our staff, uh, other healthcare providers, EMS staff. I've really had um, the same response. I've had um, contact with uh, other people in other states, in other places that have taken the vaccine, and the the uh, the uh, feedback has been pretty consistent. It's uh, the uh, there are most people no reactions. If there are any, they're very mild, uh, not unlike you would uh, when you take a flu vaccine. People are very excited about that, and by far my biggest uh, uh, my biggest uh, 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 things that I, I mean that I've liked coming from people is the desire to take the vaccine. I know that we're reading nationally that um, maybe 60 plus percent of people wants to take it. That's different, that's different from what we are seeing here. We are getting a lot of interest. I'm getting interest from our teachers, from our school nurses, interest from uh, people that are in their homes with underlying conditions, people that are older than 65 and 70, people that are in long-term care facilities. Um, so, 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 so much um, uh, positive responses from people. That the limiting factor right now is uh, getting the vaccine so we can vaccinate people. I, um, the vaccine, we need to get them here. We need to get them into people's arms as quickly as we can. And the limiting factor is not for lack of uptake. It is the vaccine themselves, and that's what we're working on. All right. So the, the enthusiasm is, I'm sure, just overwhelming um, to the point where it's maybe a little frustrating that, that people can't get the vaccine right away when they want it. So can you talk about the latest on the rollout plan, especially here in Johnson County? 
Right, and uh, that's uh, thank you for the excellent question. It's um, and, and so I think it, it gives me an opportunity to let people know where we are, what uh, we have received, and um, moving forward, what our plans are. Um, there are multiple approaches to the distribution of the vaccine. That is the vaccine that's going directly to long-term care facilities, skilled nursing homes, that through what we call the federal uh, pharmacy partnership that's uh, working through CVS and Walgreens with these institutions. There are vaccines that are going directly to our hospitals and big um, health systems. Uh, they are vaccinating their healthcare workers. Um, there are some that are going to our federally qualified uh, health centers, the so-called FQHCs, uh, and, there, and there are very few that are coming to us. Thus far, we've had uh, 1,200 dos doses. And those were really earmarked for public health workers as well as uh, EMS personnel. And we quickly deployed those and um, uh, vaccinated as um, many people as we possibly can. And then the few remaining doses, we started vaccinating our other healthcare workers. Um, but then uh, really uh, proud of the uh, partnership that we have with uh, health, part health partnership uh, our FQHCs here who received uh, uh, a few doses and uh, they have worked with us to uh, distribute uh, 2,800 of the doses that they received. And we are opening up uh, uh, vaccination clinics uh, tomorrow and, um, and Wednesday to vaccinate uh, about 2,800 people. Uh, they get a couple of things to keep in mind. We have plans in place where we can literally vaccinate thousands of people every day. We can open up multiple locations, we'll start them and we'll vaccinate them. Uh, it's been very impressive that there are so many local organizations, health systems who are reaching out to us to assist if we need help. So we probably can expand on those plans that we've had. We can open up locations across the county. Um, but again, the key point is, uh, is getting the vaccine. I've also been so impressed by the number of providers, number of individuals that are reaching out to us wanting to get vaccinated. And so we did send out the uh, survey a few weeks ago asking uh, 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 providers, uh, um, uh, a dentist, um, uh, uh, ophthalmologist, uh, phlebotomist, all of those different people, groups that are in group 1A to register and, and uh, uh, about 25,000 uh, requests for vaccination have been received thus far in there. So what we are doing with that list is going down the list and inviting those people to, um, to um, register and reserve one of those slots for tomorrow and, and, and Wednesday to receive their vaccine. Again, very limited number of doses available. But as we get more doses, we will be uh, pushing those out um, uh, it's also very important for uh, people to understand that right now we are in group 1A, group 1, the first group, where we are vaccinating healthcare workers and residents and staff on long-term care facilities. The second group will come after we have finished this group. That second group is big. It, it includes people that are 75 years or older. It includes educators. It includes our essential workers, which is of very, very uh, high importance to me and to, and to us. These are uh, our residents who are in, in, in the forefront when we close everything down. They're the ones that work in our, in our schools. They work uh, in our grocery stores. They're just right up there and the risk is, is pretty high. 
And so we're looking forward to getting to that. I know that I've been asked, when would that start? The limiting factor again for us is availability of vaccine. If we get, if we get 20,000 vaccines today, I can assure you that we'll give those out very quickly. And once we, uh, we uh, finish the first group of the healthcare workers, we'll be ready to roll on to the next group. Uh, we are working with the state, KDHA. I understand that, look, uh, we are one of several uh, counties and several entities that they're dealing with. They're also dealing with supply issues uh, with the vaccines coming from, from the feds. But I know that everyone is working hard for us to get the vaccines here so we can get the vaccines into the arms of the people. The only way that we reach herd immunity is not, the, it's not simply the availability of the vaccine, is getting people vaccinated, and that remains our goal. And I know people often wonder just why don't we have the vaccine already mass produced so everyone can get vaccinated? What does the production process look like? Why does this take time? Well, uh, so as what we know that um, um, uh, this was done pre pretty quickly. And um, uh, while we're, I mean, whereas the, the technique, uh, at least for the ones we have on the market, the messenger RNA has been worked on for uh, several years trying to perfect that. This is the first time that that, that has been deployed. And some of, one of the advantages was the, uh, we can produce this uh, quickly. And I think uh, uh, the original plan was to have 20 million of those doses distributed by the end of last year. Uh, we didn't quite meet that. Um, but um, uh, from what we are reading and hearing and the updates is uh, between uh, Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna uh, and uh, upcoming approvals that we think will come AstraZeneca and others. We should have um, a lot more doses coming in in the next few months, perhaps uh, uh, next few weeks. But uh, for us at the local level, uh, it, it takes a while to get here. <laughs> this is where the uh, rubber meets the road, like they say. This is where we actually give the vaccine out. And uh, we are um, really uh, providing feedback uh, to people at the state to let them know that we're ready. We, we do need the vaccine, but. Um, where we get the vaccine is really out of our control here. When we get it, we're ready to give them out. And our goal is to give them out as quickly as we can. And can you talk a little bit more about how the groups are prioritized? Um, so obviously those healthcare frontline workers, it's important to, to ensure that we have um, a strong health system that can, medical system that can, can uh, meet the needs of, of patients. So that's obviously a, a high priority. Why are these other groups in the, in the tiers that they're in? Yeah, well, so um, the uh, primary um, uh, prioritization was done by the CDC Vaccine Advisory Group. And um, as you can tell, there are, this, this is not very easy making a distinction between groups that need the vaccine, but it's gotta be done somehow. Healthcare workers are important, uh, again, easy to understand because a part of our concern with uh, increased cases is increased hospitalization and, uh, and death. And we need our healthcare workers who are seeing patients to be there. So, so our capacity there is maintained and not adversely impacted. Uh, that doesn't uh, make uh, uh, other people less important. We also know that some of the most serious consequences we have found in our long-term care facilities are 
older population who tend to have one or more underlying conditions. So it goes without saying that we need to protect those populations. That's where why they're in the first group. Uh, but that's also a very broad group. We have our nurses there, we have our EMS there, we have our nursing assistants, we have our physicians there, we have our therapists there, phlebotomists, uh, pharmacists, all of those groups that are providing medical services to the community are included in that group. But the very next group is also very, very important. Like I said, includes our essential services workers. These are people that have been out there and they're providing services to the community. It includes our first responders. It includes uh, law enforcement. It includes uh, corrections, which again, there are conversations even within the state as to maybe that, that can be moved up. It does include our firefighters. It includes our food and agricultural workers, USPS workers, our educators. And so you can see the pattern. It's people that are out there. And it includes people that are 75 years or older. And the very next group, which is the third group, includes people that are 65 years or older. And then some of the ones that we have have not covered in group, in group two. And so, so again, it's, uh, it's really a way of um, spreading this out, understanding that not only do we need time to produce enough vaccine, but we also need resources to administer the vaccine. And I'm getting a lot of questions, a lot of calls, a lot of anxiety from people saying, when will I get this, when will I now? Please understand that we want to get this into the arms of as many people as possible. For us to get to herd immunity, which we need, uh, we think we need anywhere from 60% to 90% of us vaccinated. So we want you to get it. It's just working through that process. Again, uh, if you work in transportation, logistics, water, wastewater, food service, shelter, housing, you will be in the third group. And again, uh, you will see that it's, it, these are still essential workers, not that different from the second group. It's just a way of prioritizing those. And the rest of us with, uh, uh, without underlying conditions who are younger, it may be a few months before you get it. But we're working very hard. Our limiting factor now is availability of vaccine. When we get the vaccine, we'll do our best to get it into people's arms as quickly as possible. And any idea at this point when you might move into the next phase? Uh, we, if, we, uh, if we get the vaccines, uh, I do want to reiterate that thus far, directly, we've gotten 1,200 doses. <laughs> um, uh, uh, through our FQHC, we got additional 2,800. Again, I, I do know that the FQHC are also helping in vaccinating um, healthcare workers. So, so that's ongoing. Um, if the vaccines were available and it's not a limiting factor, we will be done in a matter of days. The limiting factor is when do we get that? If we get the vaccines, we will uh, give them out very quickly. So it's tough to predict until we get the vaccine. And again, we're in touch with the KDHA at the state. I do know that they're working very hard. Obviously, they are distributing to a lot more places, uh, several, several places. So logistically, it's, it's a big challenge that they're having to deal with. And I get that question regularly. Tough for me to answer that. Uh, until I know that I, I have enough vaccine to give. If we have the vaccine, it will be done in a matter of days. Uh, and so 
again, as we get more information, as we get the vessels, we'll be pushing out those information to to our residents, so you know uh, when when it will be your turn to get the vessel. Here's what we have been doing: we're going down the list of the providers that are registered with us, and we're vaccinating them. We'll vaccinate a lot more tomorrow. We'll vaccinate a lot more on Wednesday, and as we get more vaccine, we'll be moving very quickly through that list until we've taken care of those in our group one. Keep in mind that as we are vaccinating healthcare workers, hospitals are doing the same thing for their staff. And uh, through the federal pharmacy partnership, the uh, uh, CVS and Walgreens are help, helping vaccinate residents of our long-term care facilities. So we could be done uh, with that in a few weeks if we get if we get um, vaccines to, to finish that. And just to be clear, uh, I know that the vaccine is so limited, but those who have gotten the initial vaccine will still get their vaccine booster on time. Is that right? That is accurate. The, uh, um, that, was, that has been made very clear by the state is that um, um, uh, we should start giving from our own vaccine, Moderna, uh, which uh, we started giving two weeks ago. In a couple of weeks, uh, we should receive uh, vaccines to start giving to people for their second dose. So what we're saying is uh, does not impact the second dose that people are going to, to receive. It's really getting the first dose into the arms of as many people as possible, but it's not a concern. We expect people to get their second doses on time. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I ask this question often, but is, is there anyone who should not get this vaccine or is it really something that everybody should get? Well, uh, so there are the the vaccines uh, um, are not um, are not uh, approved for younger people. I believe the Moderna vaccine uh, is approved for people older than eighteen, and the Pfizer vaccine approved for people older than sixteen. Uh, it's currently being tested on younger children. It's also being tested on um, on pregnant uh, women and lactating women. It doesn't mean that it's not safe, it just means that we don't have enough data. All of those have been tested. Uh, keep in mind that what we have is an emergency use authorization, having been tested in thousands of people uh, and, uh, to, uh, to ensure and assure its efficacy and safety. It was deemed uh, that the benefits outweigh the risk, and, and so we have an emergency use authorization. But those original studies are still ongoing. And once they're completed, we'll have more information. Uh, so right now, uh, it's, uh, if you are uh, younger than 16 or 18, uh, you are not eligible. If you are pregnant, we always say consult with your primary care physician. That shouldn't stop you from taking it, but it's always good to consult uh, with, you, with, uh, with your physician. If you have uh, severe allergy, uh, again, consult with, with your physician. We have processes in place. Uh, to observe people for minutes after to take the vaccine, and if there are allergic reactions, we have um, uh, processes in place to address those as quickly as we can. All right. Just last question: How will people know when it's their turn? Should they sign up somewhere, or do they? How do they get the information? Yeah, the only people that would ask to sign up right now are um, medical providers who qualify in Group One. Um, all of the information will be available through our website, jokogov.org slash coronavirus. We will be providing those information. Remember, these are in phases. There are 
groups that are being prioritized. Uh, we will do our best to uh, let people know when we're moving from one phase to another. Right now, we're um, uh, vaccinating the first group. Those are healthcare workers and residents of long-term care facilities. When we feel comfortable that we are about done with that and it will be time to move to the next phase, we'll be providing those information, but those information will be uh, pushed those out uh, through different media as much as possible. It's great information. All right, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for yourself for having me. Thank you. All right, and thanks for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.